It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Tom, welcome to you. Thank you, Kane. Thank you, Bucks. What question did you have before on the Braden Maynard um, mechanics, how it got to the tribunal. Yeah, well, how, a, the, the, how, the, how does the MRO operate? And and why can't Michael Christian, if in fact, you know, I, I, I don't know the ins and outs, yeah. but if, say, say the MRO didn't want to refer that to the tribunal or didn't feel it was careless, so it didn't yeah. reach the threshold and decided that, could the AFL then appeal that decision? And, and if not, why not? The AFL and the MRO as of the last few years, have actually worked hand in hand. Right. So that's not possible. Michael Christian did not want to refer it. He believed that it was an offence that was not gradable, not chargeable. Right. Um, and he made that known, and that's why there was strong discussion at AFL House. But just like Steve Hocking decided to send David McKay's bump on Hunter Clark to the tribunal in 2021, in the end, the AFL has jurisdiction on exactly what takes place if it chooses to do so. So most incidents are reasonably straightforward and the MRO makes the call unilaterally with some help from staffers. On this occasion, they were all involved. So why, why is there an MRO? Mm. Well, to do the grunt work, to make 95% of the decisions. And I've got no doubt they took on board Michael Christian's feedback here, but in mm. the end, the, uh, the looming spectre of concussion lawsuits are more important than Michael Christian's opinion on this. So it's the AFL protecting themselves, saying we've done all that we can. I believe that's the case. I don't know that for a fact, but I believe that's the case. He'll get off at the tribunal. Is that the... That would be the feel, particularly considering Michael Christian didn't want to send it I don't know if that's relevant that Michael Christian didn't want to send it to the tribunal. I think... I think it would be though. In the I'm not sure they'd argue that. I think no, they won't argue that, but it'll be there. I think he's more likely to get off, but... um, the AFL has sent it to the tribunal because they want it to be tested. And no longer does the AFL appeal the MRO's decision. It's the MRO and the AFL and make it in conjunction with each other. Why was there any reason? So if we backtrack to yep. why the MRO is in place, was there a, a willingness for the AFL to distance themselves from the, the initial decision at some point? This decision? No, no, any. Like, so yeah, there is that was. why the MRO has come to, to be? Like why yeah. it's not just an AFL Yes. Um, Do you remember the uh, match review panel was a group of people for a while? I think Jimmy Bartell was on yeah. it along with many others. And then it became one person because they wanted it to be more consistent. And yeah. there was, a, uh, I guess, an, ind- an inclination to distance themselves from the MRO. But as concussion has become more prevalent and mm. more concerning, it's come together. And that's just the way it works behind the scenes. But surely the, surely the template should reflect the concerns of, say, a concussion of the day or, you know, the sliding under the knees, which was an issue for a period there or, or going head first into, um, into contests. So that should re- be reflected in the template. It, you should be able to just impose that template and have an independent person give their opinion on that. And then either the cl- – because the clubs can appeal. Yep. Surely the AFL can appeal, but the AFL won't. That that way, the AFL can have absolute autonomy on what yeah. they, on what issues they have with the way that the MRO or the or the panel, whoever is set up there independently, 
come down on these decisions. But the game is still under their jurisdiction and their charter. Yeah, okay. So if things go, go wrong, in the end, the MRO is not legally liable. The AFL is. Just a quick one. We know this because Laura Kane's name was next to Michael Christian yes. on the release. That was unusual. really significant yeah. because it's always just Michael Christian's name. On this case, it was the EGM, Laura Kane, 11 days into her job, mm. and Michael Christian together. All right. Uh, whilst we're just on the AFL stuff, yeah. tell us about some injuries. So Harry Mackay, we know concussion. He won't play this week. Angus Brayshaw, we, you mentioned him before. He won't play this week, and there's fears that he might not be able to play again this season. Um, Trent McKenzie at Port Port Adelaide are in a world of hurt now, Kane. Trent McKenzie has a badly rolled right ankle. He went off in the third quarter, strangely came back on in the fourth quarter. And Ken Hinckley said he will need every minute of next week to be available. He's on crutches at the moment. Why would they have put him back on the ground? I've got 50 points down. They clearly need him. There's no Jonas. Mm. He can't play. There's no one else. Mm. They might have just wanted to give him five minutes to work out whether he was actually going to be able to run around yeah. what he, with what he'd sustained. But there, there is part of that. Wouldn't you risk doing more damage than just say, get off the ground, ice it up, give yourself an extra hour? You're going to need every minute of Ken Hinckley is set. I thought it was really strange to put him back. Whilst you're warm, you, you're, you're yeah. gathering information. For, okay. for the, the player might have wanted it himself to, to know that if he was capable or not. Dylan, Dylan Williams, hamstring, he won't be playing in the – uh, semi-final either. And he's as been you so good for, mm, for good, Port yeah. as well. And Tom Jonas did his calf at training last Thursday. If you haven't heard that, it means the earliest he can be back is grand final day. So he's essentially as good as done. So they'll have to dip into their reserves. One of whom might be Charlie Dixon, who is a, a reasonable chance to return. I think there's some optimism around him at Port Adelaide, but they're certainly the walking wounded at the moment. Not a good position to be in, Kane. They feel vulnerable. Uh, give us the AFLW update over the weekend. So there were five games yesterday. Hawthorne upset the Dogs by seven points. Collingwood defeated Fremantle by 21 points. Carlton had a shocker against North Melbourne, losing by 10 goals. The Blues managed just one goal, zero, mm. six, um, and, uh, and lost by 10 Haven't goals. Haven't they been a disappointment? Yeah, well, they sacked... I mean, da- Daniel Harford resigned last year. Um, they've lost some players over the last couple of years. They have been a disappointment, yep. Um, Essendon, I watched this game, just got over the line against St Kilda at Windy Hill. Footy at Windy Hill, Bucks. Mm. Um, I was talking and, to Nick Dell about yeah. this uh, before they went there. He's, um, they were excited to go. Yeah. Um, and they, they actually played very well, the Saints. They just lost by 12 points. And GWS got absolutely belted by Melbourne, who are clearly premiership favourites in Canberra by 77 points. And just on Melbourne, Michael Hibbert announced over the weekend that he will retire at season's end. Mm, good play. Played well on the weekend too. Um, what about the Spanish soccer president? He's done finally. Yeah, the president of the, Sp- of the Spanish Football Federation has resigned. And this was revealed on Piers Morgan's show just a few minutes ago in the wake of the kissing scandal following the Women's World Cup final. What a story this has been. Mm. Absolutely bizarre. Um, and and uh, and, he, and it's forced his hand and he's resigned. All right. You're going to stop back by a little bit later yep. on with some news out of the Western Bulldogs? Some news out of the Western Bulldogs uh, and other bits and pieces are, as well. I want to talk about the Swans and what they're looking to do from a list management perspective and also the Saints as well. They've got a lot of players out of contract. Yeah, we'll get a trade update as well and the Saints, how they get Liam Henry deal done. Lots mm. to get through with Tom a little bit later on. Still to come on the um, cafe menu as well. Cam Rayner is going to join us. We'll talk some basketball with one of the Aussie superstars next. That was a sports update for Keys, a struggling with back pain. Now's the time to try keys.